are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they're now. So hey y'all, what's happening? All right, we have a phenomenal episode coming up. Um, okay, so this week is if you've okay if you've been catching up with the show, you probably remember that I told you guys before that during the summer, not every weekend we're gonna have phenomenal fights. Some some weekends are gonna be kind of empty, and there's like one boxing fight here, and then another random MMA bout there, and then we're not necessarily gonna have phenomenal pay-per-views every single weekend. But I gotta give you guys the good news, which is we are less than a month away from International Fight Week, which means that the biggest um, pay-per-view card um, specifically for the UFC is coming up um, soon in July, in um, the beginning of July. And not only that, but we also have um, several several other uh, UFC fight nights leading up to that big um, main card of that, um, which is like the last... Um, fight nights pretty much of international fight week so during international fight week we have so many great um, bouts coming up and um, they're actually going to be happening throughout the week not necessarily on the weekend because just like i said that big big pay-per-view card is going to be happening on the weekend of international fight week but i just wanted to let you guys know so that you know what phenomenal things are actually coming up in the beginning of July and during International Fight Week. And every single day that goes by, we are getting closer to International Fight Week. And um, I could not be any more excited than that because we have the biggest uh, uh, bout of the century, I would say, because for the first time ever, in the, you could say, in the heavyweight um, divisions, you could say, we are having a champion face off against another champion. And in this particular case, we are having Stipe Miocic, who is the current heavyweight champion at the UFC, facing off against Daniel Cormier, who is the light heavyweight champion at the UFC. And their fight is obviously going to be super huge because both of these guys are really, really good at what they do, obviously. And so it's just really interesting to see how things are going to play out on fight nights. And not only that, we also have so many other uh, phenomenal fights happening on International Fight Week. But as we get closer to International Fight Week, we are going to be breaking down all those great fights. So I just wanted to put this out there so that you guys know. I don't know if you want to set up your calendars or set up a reminder or whatever you want to do to actually do um, tune in into TKO during International Fight Week. And yeah, we're going to have a phenomenal time with you guys and um, it's going to be great. So definitely do um, tune in uh, during International Fight Week and the episode that we're going to have exclusively on um, the fights that are going to be happening on International Fight Week 
during International Fight Week. All right. So there's that. And having said that, so yeah, I, I wanted to say all of that because today is one of those days that we don't have a lot of fights to break down, unfortunately. But we do have a juicy boxing fight to break down for you guys. And it's uh, going to be happening this um, Saturday on June 16th. And um, it's going to be a phenomenal bout. So we're going to be breaking that down. What else do we have? Oh, we have so many <laughs> great fights actually to reminisce on because UFC 225 just happened over this past weekend. And I know it's all uh, past and I know by the time you're listening to this, uh, it's about like a week after, almost less than a week after the fight has, uh, all of those fights have actually took uh, place, have actually occurred. So I know it could be old news for you guys, but I still, I feel like I, I, I have to pay respect to all the fighters that fought, or uh, rather most fighters that fought on the UFC 220 fight card because pretty much all the fights that I watched personally were super, super exciting. And um, I wasn't really expecting that, to be honest, especially from some of the fighters that I, uh, you know, kind of judged harshly on our pre previous episode when I was breaking down their fights. And um, I said a few things about them. So, okay, you'll see what I'm going to be talking about in a few minutes. Okay, so we're going to be talking about some of the fights of UFC 225. And we have, yeah, we have a lot of news actually to talk about. Because some of the things that we talked about in our previous episodes, um, some of the rumors that we talked about, well, they're actually getting closer and close to, closer to becoming reality. And I will tell you guys what I mean by that in a few seconds. All right. So, there's that, and now, without further ado, let's get started. But before that, okay, guys, I know I promise you guys to to give you guys the weekly dose of motivation here on TKO, and I know sometimes I actually do forget to give you guys the weekly dose of motivation, but sometimes, okay, I really do have to do that because of the, the time restriction that we have here on TKO. And um, it's honestly really hard if you have a really big fight card to break down on the show and um, you only have 30 minutes to do so. And sometimes, yeah, I know it's really hard to actually fit in that weekly dose of motivation uh, bit in the, in the episode. But today, don't, do not despair because we're actually going <laughs> to have the weekly dose of motivation and I'm going to inject you guys with my weekly dose of motivation. All right. So here it is. Okay, so I know for our previous weekly slash daily doses of motivation here on TKO, we mostly talk about the philosophy and the mentality of combat sports, okay, and how those things actually apply not only to the sport itself, to uh, uh, athletics, but also to real life. But today, I mean, okay, I still do stand by uh, all those things that I said about mentality and philosophy, but today I actually do want to specifically focus on some of the physical stuff that you ha actually have to take care of, okay? Especially if you're if you're an athlete and if you're not even an athlete, but it, some of the things that I'm going to be talking about right now still do apply to people who aren't athletes and are just living their daily lives. But 
if you do go uh, go by the things that I'm going to be talking about today, I'm pretty sure you're going to see improvements in your life, okay? In any aspect of your life that you could possibly <laughs> think of, okay? So here's the thing. So guys, personally, I've actually come to the conclusion that it's super, super important to have have a good diet and rehydrate and actually have a good a good night's sleep and have good rest throughout the day i know this is it sounds super redundant and super cliche and you're probably saying well how how just how like it doesn't really make sense well i'm gonna tell you how because you know if you okay first of all from the uh, from the point of view of an athlete or or a martial artist okay so Obviously, you're training a lot physically and, me- and mentally. All those things take energy out of you. If you just want to go on a strict diet and you don't eat anything, you poorly rehydrate and you don't get a good night's sleep, well, that's obviously not good. And if you actually do try to have a good diet and eat nutrition, nutritious things and try to constantly rehydrate yourself. And if you, I know a lot of people, their schedules are really full and it's really hard for them to find time for like a power nap throughout the day or things like that to actually take time out of their day and relax for a second. But OK, even if you have five minutes, but please do take that time to to relax for a second and and meditate if you if you can't really take a nap but at least meditate and honestly it's going to help you a lot with your whatever you have coming up throughout throughout your day and whatever um uh, performance you could say you you have to have throughout your day so it could be uh your your work performance your school performance whatever it is is actually all the all these things that i'm going to tell you so the food that you eat you need to have good food you need to put good food in your body you need to drink lots and lots of water and you also need to have a, a, a good rest. So it could be a nap or a good night's sleep or just a five minute relaxation where you just lie down on a couch or something and you just you just relax. And honestly, trust me, trust me. I told you, you don't have to be an athlete to do these things. You could, you could apply this to any aspect of your life, but when you actually do do this, because we're all human beings and we need to maintain our homeostasis, and you can't just simply go off of uh, just um, trying to act like a superhuman and like a vampire and not eat anything and trying to say, oh, I'm just going to um, survive on uh, 10 cups of coffee or things like that. No, that is not possible. And I know a lot of people out there do things like this, but in the long term, it's not going to work out. So please, please do uh, think about uh, some of the things that I just mentioned. And trust me, in any aspect of your life, this is going to be helpful. And it's even if it's by a little bit, it's still going to help you perform better in any task that you have right in front of you. All right. So there's some there's some weekly slash daily dose of motivation from your girl right here. Yeah, let me know how it goes. Actually, if you do give this um, whole thing a try, just let me know how it goes. And um, you, you guys can actually holler at me at Twitter or Instagram if you wanted to at jnon. So that's J J A Y underscore non like non bread. <laughs> and then just let me know how it goes because I'm actually really interested to see um, 
if you guys can actually get results and um, how that actually um, helped you improve throughout your day. All right. So there's that. All right. So now let's move on to reminiscing about some of the fights that happened over this past weekend. So, okay. First of all, disclaimer, I know on our previous episode, I talked a lot of trash, unfortunately, about CM Punk and um, maybe that's just the way I feel because I, I said that it's not really fair to have CM Punk on the main card of UFC 225 while you have so many former champions and veterans fighting on the undercard. So that's that was pretty much my main argument. And um, I don't know, but maybe I, I said it in a tone that could have been offensive to CM Punk if he was listening to this as if he was listening to this or to CM Punk fans. So uh, from here, right here, I do apologize if that was the case. But right now, I do want to say that CM Punk, um, he definitely did show that he has the the warrior mentality and that he's not scared to go out there and uh, really honestly get punched in the face because on fight nights, uh, during his fights um, against uh, the dude named Jackson, um, okay, he actually did put everything uh, on the line and um, he wasn't really scared to try try out anything new. And even though he himself tried so many different moves on his opponent, unfortunately, he kept getting attacked by his opponent and um, he was brutally um, beat up. But I do um, honestly respect the, the, the heart, the, the big heart that he has all the time and that he's not really discouraged even by that so for that um like i said i do apologize to cm punk for all of those things all the potentially i guess uh, harsh things that i might have said on our previous episode but right now i just like i said he's a he's a great guy and he's a great fighter he just needs to work on some of his skills i mean you can't really expect much out of him i mean he he should have been fighting in, a, in an amateur um, setting, but but unfortunately, because of the UFC contract that he had, um, he had to fight professional. So I feel like if CM Punk actually did take a few years off and um, he if he could fight amateur first and then transition into becoming a professional MMA fighter, then that would be better because from the way he was fighting on fight nights on Saturday nights, you could definitely see that he has uh, the the basic stuff in him. He just needs to work on them. And um, just like I said, his mentality is awesome. So shout out to him. And um, yeah, um, I feel like he shouldn't really be discouraged. And um, he could keep going if he wanted to. All right. So now let's quickly talk about the main event of the FC 225. Okay. Personally, I did watch the fight twice. Once during uh, when it was actually happening live. And then... And uh, the next night, I believe, because I was just super, super pumped about that fight still. And I really had to watch it again because it was just super exciting. So it was a very close fight. It was a very interesting fight because all the things that I said about Yoel Romero that he actually needed to watch out for, he did watch out for. So what he did was in the in the beginning rounds, he didn't really expend a lot of his energy and what he did was in the third fourth and the fifth round that was when he brought his explosiveness on and that was so smart of him and um personally because of that 
I saw a lot of damage being done to you all, uh, excuse me, Robert Whitaker because of the game plan and the strategy that you all Romero had because he was just con constantly coming forward during the third, fourth, and the fifth round. So because of that, personally, I, I would have given the fight to you all Romero. However, the judges actually saw the contest go the other way, but in a split decision, um, Robert Whitaker won the fight. Okay, so I mean, I will be I will be personally open to having a third fight, rather a rubber match, as they would call it. But I don't know, man. I feel like uh, you know, just like I said, Yoel Romero has all the skill sets that is needed as an MMA fighter. He has the athletes, uh, uh, the the rather the performance aspect of it. He he's such a great athlete. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, so. Because of that, he can be. He has the potential to be a phenomenal MMA fighter. But one big aspect of being a good MMA fighter is okay. You do already have all the skills in you, but you just have to know when to use what. And on fight nights in the rematch between Romero and Whitaker, I feel like Yoel Romero finally came to the realization. Uh, that he uh, that he actually does need to um, save energy for the later rounds, and that's a very big strategy for him. Okay, so because of that, I would say Yoel Romero, to my surprise, had actually improved during the rematch. But Robert Whitaker, hmm, you know, he was still the same guy, but um, he actually did get knocked down twice. But the great part about it was he kept getting um, uh, uh, back up, and that was a great thing of him. And um, it, it, it's super hard. I don't know if actually if any of you guys have actually been knocked out in a fight or anything, but yes, he would do get knocked down, but he would get back up and he would try to shake it off. So that is a huge, huge thing to have as an MMA fighter. And yo, uh, excuse me, Robert Whitaker actually did demonstrate that. So shout out to both guys. Shout out to both Romero and Robert Whitaker. That was a great fight. And um, honestly, in my opinion, it does deserve to be called the fight of the year so far. Okay. So there's that. Oh, man, we've talked so much. Um, I just want to quickly say one last thing. Uh, before moving on to breaking down our fight, the boxing fight. So over this past week, unfortunately, we lost a a very nice member of the combat sports community. And um, yes, I'm talking about the late Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, because many people might not might not actually know, but Anthony Bourdain, besides the fact that he was a celebrity chef and he produced um, a lot of those um, um, uh, cooking shows on TV, but Anthony Bourdain was actually a very serious um, uh, practitioner of jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. As a matter of fact, he was a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. And um, he was so serious about it. He took it so seriously and he loved the sport. And as a matter of fact, I do know that because he used to travel a lot because of his shows, he would, uh, whatever town, no matter how small or big the town was, he would still go to a gym, to a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym and academy and try to um, keep the training going. And he was really, really serious about his um, uh, jiu-jitsu um, practicing. So because of that, Oh, man, Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace. Um, 
I hope you're in a better place now and uh, we will all miss you and we will never forget you, my friend. Okay, so I just want to put this out there and um, I would like to dedicate this whole episode actually to Anthony Bourdain. And yeah, man, it's super sad. It's really, really sad. All right. So now, okay, man, I talked a lot, man. All right. So actually, I'm just going to give this one last update about one last thing. And then we're going to be breaking down the boxing fight. Okay. I promise. Okay. So guys, I talked about on our previous episode, I believe it was, I talked about the potential fights the unification fight between Anthony Joshua, who is the WBA, WBO, IBF, IBO heavyweight champion of the world. And I talked about his fight, his potential fight against the WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. And we were talking about how the two are still um, trying to argue where they're, uh, they're actually going to have their fights and um, how much they're going to get paid, things like that. And now... I am so happy to announce that finally this fight is confirmed. Yes, yes. Yeah, you did hear that, right? It is actually happening, guys. And it is happening. It's going to happen in the UK, which is going to be a phenomenal thing for Anthony Joshua because it's going to be his home country. And allegedly, it's going to be happening in the Wembley um, uh, Arena Stadium. And I don't know if you guys know, but Wembley... Uh, can actually fit in 90,000 people in it. And uh, can you imagine 90,000 people actually cheering for you while you're having the biggest fight of your life? Oh, man, that that was the smartest decision that Anthony Joshua made because Anthony Joshua and his team actually put this idea forward. And even though he's going to be getting less money for his fights, but he preferred to actually have his fights um, in his own um, country in his um, hometown so because of that I really do applaud him and man I don't know how Deontay Wilder is going to hold up to all the booing potential booing that is going to go down if he um, you know gets there but overall it's going to be super exciting um, the date of the fight is not yet confirmed but we'll definitely keep you guys updated on that as well but just for now just know that this fight is going to be happening for sure Fingers crossed, hopefully nobody gets injured or anything <laughs> because this is the biggest fights of the century, guys. I mean, this is even bigger than Floyd Money Mayweather <laughs> versus Pacquiao or even Anthony Joshua and uh, Vladimir Klitschko. This is the biggest fight of the modern era of boxing, in my opinion. So as the fans, now we can finally relax and sit back and see how this is going to play out. All right. So I just want to put this out there. You guys keep an eye out for this fight. All right. And now, finally, let's get down to the breakdown of the boxing fight that I was talking about for the whole show. So, yes, guys, this upcoming weekend on Saturday, June 16th, we are going to be having a welterweight uh, fight, actually, between the IBF welterweight champion Errol Spence Jr. and Carlos Ocampo. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of background about each each one of these guys. So Errol Spence Jr., he's had 23 wins and no losses, and 20 of his wins have actually been all knockouts. Okay, so that's pretty impressive. And then Carlos Ocampo, he's had 22 wins and no losses, and um, I believe half of his wins have actually been through KO. 
So that's still pretty good, okay? And um, also please keep in mind that Carlos Ocampo is a, is a very, very young guy. I believe he's uh, 20, 22. Um, <laughs> it actually does go with his record 22 wins. And then, so as you can imagine, somebody's O has got to go. And um, this is going to be a super exciting fight because both guys are actually really good at what they do, obviously. And um, let's talk about Errol Spence for a sec. So Errol Spence, he's really, uh, he, he's a very good boxer in, in a way because he can be offensive and defensive. It's not like he has just one style and um it's not like he goes into a fight and into every single fight that he goes into, he's going to be the aggressor or rather the opposite, the, 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 the being the defensive fighter. You know, uh, it's not like that. He can constantly switch back and forth between those two styles. And um, he actually utilizes a lot of body shots. So those are, and he really does keep keep on the outside when he's watching it, when he's actually fighting his opponents. Usually, Okay, but then when obviously when it comes to the body shots, he, he gets close to you for a second. He throws those horrible body shots and then he gets away. And then also his hooks are super dangerous as well because they're super accurate and they also um, deliver a lot of power. So as you can imagine, that's obviously a great advantage to have. However, when you compare all those things to Carlos Ocampo, Carlos Ocampo, just like I said, he's a young guy and he's super talented too. He has, okay, in my opinion, Carlos Ocampo, he has the same amount of power, if not less, but he also has a lot of um, speed to his punches. So in terms of physics, mass times acceleration equals force, okay? So if you, okay, if you have the same amount of power, but, you ha but you're shooting it with so much more speed, then obviously, uh, first of all, when you get shot, when you get hit uh, by your opponent, you don't know where that shot came from. And because of that increasing speed, that obviously going to give it more um, more force and a, a little bit of, I could say, momentum. Please do correct my physics because, you know, all these, all these terms that I just talked about are really close, but you do know what I'm talking about, right? So because of that, personally, I would say, Ocampo's um, shots are more dangerous because of that um, added speed that he has to his punches. And Errol Spence, on the other hand, I don't know why he's not super um, speedy and fast with his shots, but his shots, on the other hand, are really powerful, just like I said. Okay, a lot of people are actually taking uh, Spence's side on this um, particular fight, but I'm going to tell you guys, it can go either way because of the things that I've seen from Carlos Ocampo, you know, you'd never really know. And the Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed story can always become true. You can't just go off of by what you know as the statistics and you say, oh, this particular guy is the champion, therefore he's definitely going to win this fight. And that, that other guy, he's not even ranked, therefore he's never going to win this fight. Do Please do not have that mentality. And, um, you know, you never really know. The combat sports math doesn't always work out. And because of that, this fight is going to be super exciting because you don't actually know what's going to happen. And there's a slight chance that Carlos Ocampo is actually going to win this fight. So because of that, I definitely do encourage all of you guys to go out there on June 16th and watch this fight. All right. So 
Ooh, that's going to be a phenomenal fight. And let's see who wins this fight. All right. So, yeah, that is actually all we have for today. Wow, we did not run out of time. That was great. Yay. So next week, we actually have UFC Fight Night to break down. I believe it's uh, Cowboy Cerrone versus Leon Edwards. We're going to be breaking down that card. What else, man? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week, fam. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with TKO. And you can also go to SoundCloud or iTunes to also download our episodes and listen to our previous episodes. And until then, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>